The hardest challenge is to be yourself in a world where everyone is trying to make you be someone else by E.E. E. Cummings. Hi, you are listening to Brain Fuel with Barbara Brett, and I thank you for getting on here today. I am a culture strategist, and I endeavor to become your culture strategist to build our community, to build not only the community that I absolutely live in, but the community that listens and participates with the different programs and things that I do. You know, we're going to further, we're going to continue on about the self-love. And we're, we're going in stages because I want you to be so powerful and so strong in January that you're doing nothing but growing. Because when you grow, when you develop, yes, when you do those things, that means that you're going to be able to make a difference in others' lives. You're going to be that catalyst. You're going to be that catalyst that builds those relationships. And when I look out there or close my eyes and I visualize all of you out there, I see lines of connection from one heart to another. I see hands clasping hands and I see us reaching out across the world. I see us being able to do that and we can do that when we give ourselves the time, the energy, and the love necessary to walk in our purpose. So I'm going to start it again with, with what I did last time. How many of you in your heart of hearts say to yourself, choose me, choose me. I can tell you, even at the age I am now, I still hear that child's voice, that one that when I was seven years old, seven years old and looking at that teacher, not being able to read and really and truly with every breath I breathed, trying to become smaller. I can remember that voice and she's still in there. Choose me, love me, be kind to me, value me. And you know what? So important. Let me be of value to others. You can ask a young child and they're going to tell you now that they want to give and they want to make a difference. A young child, listen to the words that may not sound like the words that I just repeated to you, but that's what they're saying. Choose me. Listen to me. Someone look me in the eye. Am I there? Do you see me? Well, we last time we worked on choosing yourself. And this time we're going to work on setting up so that you have set those boundaries and you have set those values so that you realize that it's important for others to see you, add value to you, and you to add value to them. That's that cry from your inner self. Because the relationship you have with yourself is the only truly lifelong relationship. Self-love is the most important love of your life. Wow. For your entire being. So the next time 
you say an unkind word or a thought about yourself or allow others to do it, I want you to stand up. I want you to stand up in your purpose and the reason why you were created. And I want you to choose you. Remember, this is a lifelong relationship. And I will tell you what, I spent more than half of my life not choosing me. I did a disservice to me and to the ones around me that needed me to be stronger, needed me to be whole. So I'd hope that if you're listening today, that you are talking, if you're riding in the car, talk to yourself. I am choosing me. Every morning when you get up, be in gratitude and say, I am choosing me. Thank you for my ability to laugh. Thank you for my ability to create. Thank you for whatever it is. Thank you for choosing me to be on this earth, to go out and do this most valuable service to others, building those relationships. You know, why? Why is this so important? Because you can't share healthy love with others until you love yourself. We talked about that last time. Stop it. In fact, get your circle of influence and you guys stop it whenever you see it. You don't have to put someone down. Just stop it. You can put a gentle hand on their shoulder. You can clasp their hands. You can walk beside them. Whatever you need to do, do it. Make a pact. Remember, your inner circle has unconditional love for you, but they also help hold you accountable. And when I'm held accountable, hold them accountable for not talking or bullying themselves. You know, you may feel love for others. I hope you feel unbelievable for others, but you may not be able to express it without fear. And this is where self-love is going to come in to play for you. When you have self-love, you don't have fear of loving someone else. I can remember being so proud of someone or thinking someone was so kind or so beautiful, whatever. And I wouldn't say a word because I thought they're going to look at me and go, and who are you? Well, I'm a uniquely created being that was put on the, this earth for the purpose to build relationships. And last time, like I talked, yesterday I was in the airport listening to my group with, uh, about going to Papua New Guinea. And that gentleman got on there and he said, I'm not, and they're doing everything. The tribal group is doing everything to get us to come into their country. We're not even being brought in by their government. We're being brought in by their people because they more than anything want their people to have those relationships and to understand that they deserve more. They are uniquely created. They, they need to stand in their own power. That whether you're a male or a female or whatever, you are uniquely created and you and the others should act that way. No, you may not be able to express it without fear, but you will be able to when you choose you. When you choose you, you have empowered your whole system, your body, everything.
to move forward. It is unbelievable what you're going to be able to do. You know, what is the power of self-love? What is the power? Self-love is compassion. Oh my gosh. Don't we need to understand what compassion is? To walk beside someone? How about empathy? Well, when you're giving when compassion and empathy, think about giving it to yourself so that you can give it to someone else. Unconditional love. I have learned to accept that I was put on this earth for a purpose. I was I am I I I accept that God loves me unconditionally. So who am I not to love myself? And and I have acceptance for myself. It's taking care of meeting your own needs. I can't tell you for how long I just gave away every ounce of my time because I felt I didn't have any other worth. I mean, that's that's the truth. I, I felt I didn't have any other worth. But to do that, it's taking care of your own needs and wants and allowing non-judgmental thinking. Can I have an amen on that one? Non-judgmental thinking. You know, well, you know, when I first started doing this, I was 63 and I go, well, it's about time, Barbara. Not, oh my gosh, the door's been open. Be thankful, be in gratitude for it. Uh, the fact that you could work and teach and create and do what you did and you, and you didn't have these skills or talents or tools. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we wouldn't congratulate ourselves for that. That would be just too much. Well, let's stop. You stop and congratulate yourself. You know, congratulate. Non-judgmental. If you need to work on something, well, join the, the line. Because the line goes all the way up of people that we need to work on ourselves. That's what we were put on here is for a journey. We weren't put on here to be perfect. Heavens, no. We weren't put on here to be perfect. Thank goodness. <laughs> we were not put on here. So when we can be non-judgmental, we can view ourselves as essentially, listen to these words, and I want you to grab a hold of one, maybe even add some to it. Worthy. Oh my gosh. Worthy. Is there is there another word that is as beautiful as that? I am worthy. I am uniquely created. I was put on this earth for a purpose. Good. I love that. In fact, in our next podcast, we're going to talk about being in search of goodness. You know how you feel when you see goodness? Well, yesterday I was at the airport coming back from Alice and uh, Sweet Boy's house. They had me for Thanksgiving. And I mean, they shared their family. They shared their traditions with me. Talk about goodness. Talk about making me feel like I was so important. And then for someone like Sweet Boy, who's kind of quiet and doesn't speak out a lot, to say, we were glad you were here. You're always welcome. Come back anytime. We enjoyed you. You're our people. Oh, my gosh. If someone else can say that to you and about you, don't you need to be able to do that? 
Because those words that he gave me, those beautiful words and the deeds that Alice did that gave them to me, it's going to allow me to go out and touch other people. It's going to allow me to be that person. You know, and one of the biggest things is to know that you are deserving of happiness, right? You're deserving of it. And you can give it to other people. Well, you know, so we're, we're into self-love. Well, what does self-love lead to? <laughs> okay, what does it lead to? Well, I can tell you this. Sometimes I almost have to be held down by the ankles because I am so high with the energy and the love that comes from self-love and self-care that I feel like I could float off. In fact, before Thanksgiving, I went to the beach and I walked on the beach. And that day was a beautiful day. And there was only like 15 of us on the beach. And I did a podcast on it. And I put my arms out and I held the camera, my phone on me, and I twirled around. I twirled around on that beach with my arms up and my head thrown back. And I was in gratitude. So that's what it does. If I could have floated off of the ground, I would have done it from pure joy and happiness. You know, being kind, being good, loving ourselves, lowers anxiety and stress. Anybody here need to have theirs lowered? <laughs> Please, my anxiety and stress got me up last night at two in the morning but it's kind of a good anxiety and stress because I am getting ready to go to Papua New Guinea and not, I'm not worried about going over there at all. That doesn't bother me. I'm just so pumped and so ready to go and so feel full of, of wanting to work and build relationships with them. It's, it's getting on the plane, making sure you do your connection, uh, making sure that you have every ounce of paperwork that I didn't fly all the way over there. And they go, you don't have the right paperwork. <laughs> Those are my fears. I'm going to go to Tammy McDaniels to have that taken care of. Yes, Tammy's journeys. If you haven't had her take care of you, then you have not totally been surrounded with warm arms to help your trip be a success. So being kind to ourselves alleviates or can lower anxiety and stress, helps us build self-esteem and resilience so that when you do fall down, that resilience is so important. When I fall down, I can get back up again. I can get back up and not only can I get back up, I can be in gratitude for getting back up and I can stand taller. I can spread out my feet. I can make my base one that is full of strength and opportunities. So if you don't develop, if you don't get out there and, 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 and release some of that anxiety and stress. Because when you do, it builds self-esteem and resilience in you. And let's face it, right? Who needs a cup of resilience like all of us? You know, I get that little message that goes off my head and I laugh because there's generations that don't even know what it means. But for those of you who do, there was a show and when I was growing up and it was about this family that got lost in space and they had this little robot and, um, you know, and we were so enamored with the fact, but this little robot, when he would go off with the child and 
Will Robinson would get into trouble, which he did. That's what the whole show was about. He would flashlights and he'd go, danger, Will Robinson, danger. I have that going off in my head. Danger, Barbara, danger. And I'm, I'm, I'm learning to listen to it. Danger. That person's not good for you. That situation is not good for you. Danger. So I want you to start doing that. You know, your brain tells you. Now let's listen to it. <laughs> it does tell you. Danger. If you don't develop a good relationship with yourself, you may fall into bad habits. You may fall into things that are harmful to you mentally, physically, and emotionally. You know, one of the, I'll give you an example. People pleasing. I will tell you what, even if I don't like the things that you do, not, not you, but if I don't like that you steal or you cheat or you're mean or you're harmful to people, this is how bizarre it is. I still want to please you. <laughs> I, I'm like, really? So if I hope out there you're laughing, not because you're like what I do, but I hope you've gotten past that phase. You know, people pleasing. I would honestly, sometimes I, I, I fear that I would, who I would try to people please. Again, if I work on my self-love, I don't have to worry about people pleasing. I don't. If I know I don't do wrong and I'm not being mean or hurting someone else. So also perfectionism. Anybody out there want to join me on that? If I'm not, if I'm not perfect and it's not right, why did I even do it? People are going to look at me and I'm not perfect. I didn't do that perfect. Well, let's do acts of kindness perfectly with every ounce of love we have in us. But being a perfectionist or perfectionism, you know, that's not for us to attain here. It's not. So I hope I alleviate some of that worry for you. You know, you may be more likely to tolerate, when you tolerate those type of things, this is what happens. You tolerate abuse and mistreatment. Can you see the danger of not raising a child up under this? They can accept abuse and mistreatment. I do an exercise with little ones when I go in some place and it's, you know, they extend their hand out, their little arm out, and they lock that elbow, lock that shoulder, lock that wrist, and they shake their, your hand and they look you in the face and they say, I am Barbara Britt and I'm seven years old. And I was kind to my brother today. The power you give them to do that, to speak up, look someone in the face, gives them the power to tell someone no. No. Gives them that power. So, you know that little seven-year-old that's in you? Tell them to lock out that shoulder, lock out that elbow, walk out that wrist, look someone in the eyes, and be able to say, not today, this is who I am. You know, what is self-love and why is it so important? 
Self-love is trusting yourself. Whoa! And asserting your boundaries and not apologizing for them. I love this when you're around Alice and uh, some of my other fabulous friends out there, you know, Gail Rudolph and Tina, and just all these different people that are striving and working we're walking with. Setting those boundaries is all right. In fact, setting those boundaries is better than all right. It's necessary. It gives us an overall deeper connection to yourself. You know? Have you ever done a happy dance in that mind and brain and the whole thing is just happy and bouncing along? When I'm like that, I can connect with others. And when I connect, then I'm going to be able to work all my wonders on them as well. Self-love can also include talking kindly to oneself or prioritizing rest when you need it. How many of you give yourself rest when you need it? How many of you give yourself that extra glass of water? How many of you say, I need to take a nap? It's all right. Well, you guys, we're coming to an end on this, and I, I'm so thankful that you joined me. And I just hope that you'll go out today and not only work on yourself, but fortify the little bitties around you. Those little ones that look up with those adoring faces, those open mouth smiles. Remember, start teaching them. Be an example of what self-love looks like. Again, Barbara Britt, Culture Strategist, and I'm ending with Brain Fuel. Thank you. Go out there and have a good end of the year.